Kitoyim, which translated as the tabernacle, right? I, I believe. Okay, and then there's Beis Hamikdash, which is the Beis Elomim, which is yeah, the Beis Hamikdash by Yerushalayim. So the Mikdash, the Gemara says in Shmuel, right, that Mikdash Ikrei Mishkon or Mishkon Ikrei Mikdash, they interchange. That uh, okay, so in other words, generally speaking, we would therefore expect that because we can describe, and actually the Rambam uh, expounds on this, that the, there's one positive mitzvah in the Torah, which. It develops through the ages, and that is the Kaddish Baruch who says, and there's one, and we fulfill it by 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 erecting, building, uh, putting together the Mishkan in the desert. That's one stage, then the Mishkan Shiloi, the Noivigivan, etc., till the total, complete fulfillment of the Mikdash in Yerushalayim. The Rambam quotes the one Posuk, and incorporates in that all the Mishkonois and all and the Mikdashois. In the one Posuk, the, 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 the Mephorshim discuss it uh, both in Hilchis Beis Abkhira and Hilchis, Hilchis Malachim, why the Rambam chooses Dafka this Posuk. But it's obvious from the Rambam that the Rambam uh, is of the opinion that the Vosu and the Mikdash written in the Parshas Mishkon. Relating to the Mishkan is actually a, 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 a mitzvah of, uh, commandment for the Mishkan, but the complete fulfillment is when we come to the Beis Hamikdash, which is referred to as Mikdash. Now, nevertheless, Tosfos says in Mesichte Yuma Daf Mem that this Tosfos is brought to our attention that even though we find the Gemara says Mishkan Ikrei Mikdash and Mikdash Ikrei Mishkan, nevertheless we find interesting things in the Shas. Sometimes we find on the one hand we find in the Shas that when the Gemara incorporates and introduces a certain halacha in the Mishkan, right? Nevertheless, the Gemara says, fine, that's good for the Mishkan, but how will we know this also applies for the Mishkan Shiloh and also for the Beis HaMikdosh? And the Gemara has to then in, in, employ additional psukim to prove that the same applies for the Mishkan of, the, of Shiloh and the Mishkan of and the Beis HaMikdosh, meaning it's insufficient just to say it's in the, in the Mishkan found in, the, in relation to the Mishkan of the Midbar. We have to bring additional psukim, meaning Tosfos basically wants the leaders to, to raise, just brings to our attention that even though Mishkan and Mikdosh intertwine, nevertheless, we don't take it for granted in relation to certain halachas. On the other hand, Tosfos says, brings to our attention that we find certain Gemaras throughout the Shas, where the Gemara Dafke says, introduces a halacha by one of the three, by the Mishkon, and says, nevertheless, we need a verse to exclude that it doesn't apply by the others. So it seems that the Gemara is of the opinion that where we introduce it by one of these ish cases, it applies to all. Okay, so Teisvis deals with it. That Teisvis brings to our, uh, treats uh, a Gemara, and that is uh, in the Sikh Shwis in relation to tumult, in relation to ritual impurity. Where the one and one who is ritually impure isn't allowed to enter. is prohibited to enter. etc. The different psukim mentioned and brought in the through the Chazal uh, in, in, in the Poskim, uh, where one is prohibited to enter the Beis Hamikdash when he is ritually impure. Okay, um, that's for a Kohen or a Yisrael. Uh, uh, there are two Gemaras. The Gemara says, even though Migdash Ikri Mishkon and Mishkon Ikri Migdash, right? Nevertheless, we need a special posik for Mishkon and a special posik for Migdash. And Toysvis brings to our attention that there's something unique and novel in the Beis Migdash, which because of that, I would say if the Torah would have just prohibited to, that we, are, we aren't 
that there's a transgression about entering the base on Mikdash when we're ritually impure. I would think it applies only to the Mikdash and not to the Mishkan. And the same Tosfos goes on to say there's something unique about the Mishkan and not only about the Mishkan, which if the Torah would have employed and prohibited and transgressed us to enter the Mishkan, I would say maybe to the Mikdash it doesn't apply. We'll come to it in a moment. That's one point we're going to treat. Another point is Rashi says clearly where the Torah says that in the donations brought to the base on Mikdash we should bring we should bring shemen. Epsomim l'shemen hamishcha, right? Herbs or spices for the shemen hamishcha, for the oil which was meant for anointing, right? For anointment. Now it says Rashi on the spot, the oil for the anointment was done, number one, sha'os naselim sho'ach klea mishkon. The anointing oil was needed to be donated to the mishkon because we had to anoint the vessels of the mishkon. Vahamishkon lekatcha. We also had to, to sanctify, in concept, to sanctify the mishkon, we had to anoint it. All right? So there was an anointment special with the Shemana Mishkan. Just like when he anointed the vessels, the clay shores in the Mishkan, we also had to anoint the actual Mishkan. Okay. In other words, we smeared oil, the holy oil, on the, on the, on the Kroshim, on the actual uh, 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 edifice of the Mishkan. And with this, we, we, we sanctified it. Okay. Exactly how it went is a separate issue now. Okay. Now. Let's just travel back a moment to Parshas Har Sinai. We discussed the Chavas. And let me just, you know, just bring, you know, enlighten you what we, the last thing we left off with and what we said. The Gemara says, Sher Sinai Bekama, right? The Gemara ends, says in Mesichta Sanhedrin, Beis, page 15b, says the Gemara queries, the Gemara says, Sher Sinai, if the Sher, the ox at Mount Har Sinai, uh, ascends the mountain, or touches the mountain, the Harsina, whilst the Shekinah rested, the divine Shekinah was on the Har, says the Torah that it is, it will, uh, it should be stoned, right? And the question is, the Gemara asks, how many uh, judges are needed in the court to stone that ox? In other words, even in general, we know, a Shur, when it is stoned, says the Mishnah, is uh, we need 23 judges. Just like for a human being, when he never gets capital punishment, the same applies for the ox. How about the shur at Sinai? It's also stoned, but the shur didn't gore anybody. The Torah says it's stoned. Does it also need 23 judges or not? And the Gemara says, do we derive Sho'omidoiroi, uh, uh, something which was only temporary at our Sinai, from something which will be for generations, etc., or not? Okay, the Gemara concludes. That yes, it says in Behema Imish. Behema is like the Ish, just like the Ish. We need 23 judges in the court to execute, execute and judge him uh, for the capital punishment. The same goes for the ox. Toysvis asks the question this is what we ended off our share with, but we went through it quickly. Toysvis asks, My Dahavahav. He brings to our attention a Gemara Mesichta Avidazor, a Mesichta Yuma, where there the Gemara says, the Gemara queries when we inaugurate the Mishkan. We're talking about the Mishkan, okay? And Moshe Rabbeinu inaugurated the Nesim. We inaugurate the Mishkan as we will learn in Mirza Hashem, in the Parshas Vayakal, in Parshas Pekudai, etc. Uh, says the Gemara, it says that Aaron, Moshe Rabbeinu dressed Aaron Akoyim with the priestly garments and his sons with the priestly garments. Asks the Gemara, what was the, the, the procedure of the dressing of the clothing? What came, how do you dress them? And the Gemara says as follows, uh, what asks the Gemara, why is it relevant? Excuse me, there. To the right. So the Gemara asks, 
Ja, noch ein bisschen Schirrein. Es ist nicht so, dass er mehr wie Schirrein ist. Es noch ein ganzes Bottle steht. Noch ein Gitten, Gitten, komm mal, sag Lechaim, Lechaim. Fort mich in der Chlesadre, ja? Ich weiß nicht, wie viel Sinn haben wir, ich mehr gehabt, aber ich kann nicht sagen, ja. Amen, Lechaim, Lechaim. So the Gemara says, why is it relevant to know the procedure of how Moshe Rabbeinu dressed Aaron Akoin and his sons, if he dressed them first, or he dressed them, he dressed them together at once. It, what happened, happened. It's not going to re-happen. It's not going to happen again. So the Gemara is going to be important for the third Beis Amikdash when we have to inaugurate the Beis Amikdash. We have to know the procedure, how to inaugurate, how to dress the Koyanim. Uh, yeah? Well, how we dress them. Says the Gemara, why? Then there'll be Tchiyas Amesim. Aaron will be with Aaron. Akoyim will be there. Moshe Rabbeinu will be there. Then he will tell us how to dress them. What do we have to know? Query what happened once upon a time and draw parallels. Says the Gemara, Le, le Mizber Kroy says basically the Gemara says the reason we have to know is really even though it has no practical application nowadays and the Gemara will not query when it's no when it's impractical and it's not relevant nevertheless here the Gemara wants to wonders and queries because we have to know the meaning of the psukim there's a problem with the with the with the verses there seems to be psukim in the Torah which are contradictory and where we have to know pshat on the Torah so even though it's not relevant. In, in a practical sense, but to know Pshat, to learn Torah, there the Gemara will query. What's the issue? The issue is, in one passage it seems to say that Aaron dresses, Moshe Rabbeinu dresses Aaron Akoin together, simultaneously with the sons. Another passage it seems to say that he dresses Aaron before his sons. So that's what the Gemara asks, ma, uh, wh how he dressed them. Good, so Tosim is basically, uh, therefore, uh, queries. Why, in our case, is it relevant to know what happened with the Shur at Sinai? It's not going to happen again. Matan Torah and Achamol bet Nirzayim. Matan Torah was once, and it won't. They won't be again. Matan Torah. So, if so, why is it relevant to know what the halacha is? If the Shur ascended the the Shur at Sinai, ascended the mountain. If he's stoned, with how many judges he needs? So, Tosfos answers lemizbar kroy. What the same answer? The Gemara says in Masechet Yomis, as Tosfos said, to explain the psukim. Okay, wonderful. That's Dafyomi, right? Good. Lachaya. Shkoach. Okay, now what is the Mizbar Kroy? Chavit doesn't tell how we mentioned the Chavis. Basically, the Rabbi Chavis says it on the Torah. The Mizbar Kroy, okay, I'm not going to elaborate, but the Nakudas, I'm not going to deal with it today either. It's a different Rabbi Chavis today. The Mizbar Kroy was because the Torah seems to deal with how to treat the ox of the people, just like the people aren't the Om. The, the masses, Klali Yisrael, weren't allowed to ascend the mountain. Torah says just like the people can't ascend the mountain and they'll get stoned, so their oxen can't either ascend the town, uh, the ascend, ascend the mountain. But when you look at the Chubish, it doesn't talk about the oxen, the pets. Aaron, Aaron, I he had pets, right? Excuse me, he had an ox or a dog. Well, there is a Moshe Rabbeinu, yeah, sheep, whatever, whatever it may be, yeah. Late Zatuzon, he was a Royal Sain. I mean, they were a Royal Sain. Maybe it was, anyway, Al-Qobandu, it's in the Gifal, can animal, can, 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 can,
The same goes. Aaron Akoin has to be a bit is degraded, not as high as Moshe. So he's also allowed to go to a section of the mountain, a bit not mechitzer b'fnei atzmoi, right? But he can be above the mountain or on the mountain. Taka not on the peak, but on the section of the mountain. They are allowed to have behemoths going along with Aaron. Aaron's behemoths can be like because the share is like the Kohen Gadol in relation to the Gemara of the Zayin and with the Ayin Aleph of the seventy-one. Same applies for Moshe and Aaron. That's the chiddush of the Rabbi Shavuot. That's a. That's the Lemizber Kroy. That's the way the Rabbi Chover explains. That's why I understood it from what he says of the Chumash and also what he says of Masech the Sanhedrin. Ended. We're dealing with a different Rabbi Chover. And that is, the other Rishonim explained this Maida Havahavin many ways. One, uh, for instance, uh, the Chidush Haran says, Droish Vikabal Schar. We find sometimes that the Gemara, the Gemara says, no, there's such a thing of a, to expound Sukim and you will receive merit and Schar and, 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 uh, for, 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 for expounding for the definition of the Torah. So even though it's a Practical, there's a concept of droid recabal schar, like the Gemara says in the beginning of Babakama, etc. Okay, Taisvis, etc. in the Rishon. So there's a concept of that, so even though it's irrelevant, droid recabal schar. Another Pshat is the Meiri brings, and also the other Rishon bring, the Nafkamini will be if someone makes a vow and he says, you know, my vow should be binding only if the Shur Sinai had 23 judges. So we have to know how many judges Shur Sinai had. Or he says, I will clothe. Poor, never poor people who have nothing to wear. I will clothe so many and so many as many as the Sher Sinai is judges uh, needed to, to have judges. So Sher Sinai needed to have twenty three judges. He has to clothe twenty three people, dress twenty three people. Okay, support anim of twenty three. Where if Sher Sinai is sufficient to have uh, 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 what's it called uh, less? So if it doesn't apply, three doesn't. You need only twenty three, so you can have less. These are the different nafkeminis uh, to reconcile the question of by the hava hava. Okay, the Rogachover came up with something novel. The Rogachover says the nafkemina will be as follows. He doesn't say it in Masechta Sanhedrin. He said it in Masechta Makas. Masechta Makas, the Rogachover going says as follows. When the Gemara relates the story where the Tanoim, Rabbi Akiva, and other great sages, Tanoim, go uh, after the destruction of the temple, they they they. They, uh, they're traveling together and they go see the Harabais and they see that the Ashuol, a fox, comes running out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, right? On the Harabais coming out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So it says that the other Tanoim uh, cried and Rabbi Akiva laughed, smiled. And the Gemara discusses why he smiled and why they cried. Now, what the Gemara, what's relevant to us is as follows. Why did they cry? It says the Gemara, they cried. It's obvious why they cried. If the Torah says, the Gemara says as follows. If the Torah says, that any, if a commoner comes close to the temple, in other words, he enters the temple even without doing the service, right? He is meant to get heavenly death. So here we say, you know what? Enter the base of Mikdush. Azor, a common or a human being, but a human being is not allowed to enter the Bessamikdash. And here, what do we have? Shulin, animals, a fox, coming out of the Kodesh HaKadosh. Okay, now, just looking at that Gemara, there are different points highlighted by the Mephorshim. Uh, one, uh, one, for instance, uh, the Orach Laner, the known commentator on the, in Shas, from Germany, he says, or of Etlinger, so he says in Orach Laner, he raises two points. Number one, he says, what does the Gemara quote the Posuk of Vahazor HaKorev Yumas? This Posig is referring, uh, not referring to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, to the Holy of Holies. This Posig is referring to all the other areas, but not to the Holy of Holies. And here we're talking about how the fox comes out of the Holy of Holies, number one. And you'll see how all of that hopefully will be reconciled as we go. Uh, then he also explains very interestingly why in the Beis Amikdosh, 
the destruction is uh, uh, identified with a, with a lion, and here the destruction is identified to the fox. Okay. Mifard Vaita. So the Rabbi Chavar Goin said, but on this Gemara, he says, V'nafkimine bizman hazeh. He says, Ayin, Sanhedrin, Dafta Zayin, Omid Beis, Dafta Zvov, Omid Beis, V'nafkimine, Maida Hava Hava, in other words, Ayin, Sanhedrin, Dafta Zayin, Tazvov, Omid Beis, Shur Sinai, Bekama, and then he says, V'nafkimine bizman hazeh, V'en kamakim elaharich. In other words, he adds that he's not going to elaborate here. But there's a short note of the Rabbi Chavar saying as follows, that this Gemara seems to convey an interesting message. And with that, the commentators, in other words, the, the, the editors, Haraf Kasher, who edited, not Haraf Kasher himself, but he had Gedoli Yisrael, who edited the Rogachover Goings manuscripts going back to the 60s. So uh, there, the editor writes that the Rogachover, with this statement, wants to reconcile Toysvis Kasher. Toysvis question was, what is the Gemara query about Sher Sina? How do we judge the ox at Sinai? Do we need 23 judges or not? And it's irrelevant. Says the Rogachover, look, here we have a case after the destruction of the temple. A fax is coming out of the Kedish HaKadoshim. The sages cry and they say, look, it says in the Torah that a human being is doomed to death because he enters, right? And here the fax comes out of the Kedish HaKadoshim. Yeah, meaning they're trying to say, look how unfortunate it is. Not just the human being shouldn't be there, the fax shouldn't either be there. And look, the fax is coming out of it. Yeah? So the Rogachover says, look in Sanhedrin. In other words, with this we can explain the Gemara. When the Gemara says, sure, Sinai, the Kamo, it seems like then it, had no, it has no relevance to us anymore because Matan Torah won't happen again. But we can have the identical case like Matan Torah. What's the identical case of Matan Torah? Matan Torah, why did the Torah say that the humans and the animals shouldn't ascend the mountain? Because the Shekhinah was there, right? And therefore, because the Shekhinah is there, keep away. It's holy. Alderach Zeh, in the in the, the, in, by the Beis even after its destruction, even after its destruction. The fact is, when the Shekhinah leaves the mountain, they were allowed to, to ascend the mountain. According to Teisvis, that happened immediately after Mount Torah. According to Rashi, it happened when they built, after the, 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 when they built the Mishkon. So that's when the Shekhinah left the mountain, and then it, 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 it rested on the, on the Mishkon. It said that's according to Rashi. But whatever the case is, whilst the Shekhinah was there, fine. The fact is, the Rambam tells us that you're not allowed to go up onto the Harabais nowadays, you're not allowed to go to the Beis Amikdash nowadays, because the Gdusha of Yerushalayim, the Beis Amikdash of Yerushalayim, of the Beis Amikdash, is because of the Shekhinah, and the Shekhinah is ain't the the Shekhinah is forever. The middle, therefore, there's a problem even after the destruction, when human beings or animals go and come out of there. Basically, the Rogachover is saying, so therefore we have a duplicate, an identical case of Harsina. Taka, it's not a mountain, but it's Haras Harsina, Harabais, whatever. But the, 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 the prohibition of the Harsina is because the divine presence, because of the Shekhinah, the Beis Amigdash also has the Shekhinah there. So just like in the time of the Harsina, we can't have the humans enter, go on the mountain. Well, there is a, you can have the animals there, the same goes for the Beis Amigdash. The Meta says the Rabbi Shabbat, but that is the problem of the Shul, and Yitzhak, the Beis Kotche Kotchen. Just like when they go on the mountain, there's a problem. The same goes when the fox comes out of the Kurdish Kodesh. There's a problem. So we have to know. So that fox should be stoned. And if the fox should be stoned, it doesn't say that. So the Shur Sinai Bekama basically is saying, we see the Gemara concludes that you need 23 judges. So we see the severity and we say they're identical to the human in Behemah Inish. In other words, just like a human shouldn't be going in the Harabais or the Kedesh HaKadoshim, the same the animal shouldn't be entering the Kedesh HaKadoshim. In other words, the fact is you don't find anywhere a prohibition for animals entering. We'll soon see. To the degree even more so. You know, maybe I'll go back to this. I don't know how quick we'll go back to the Tosvis. Time is late, and maybe we'll just concentrate on this, and if time allows, we'll speak about the Rogachover and the Tosvis and Shuvis, even though I started with that, I'm sorry.
see time is short. Okay, Rhyme. That's a little petrol, a little gasoline. They should have a little schneller. We'll slow me down. No. Depends on what you take. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, one of these. How do you say to breathe the breath of breath later? Breath of breath later? Okay. Here we go. Very interesting thing. There's a chuva for Abmeir Arik. Abmeir Arik was from Torna, from Galicia, one of the Gdulia, Achrena, Gdulia, Poskim, that we didn't get in Adas, Rav Dohecher. No. He's my neighbor. His father. Jaeger's father. Dohecher Jaeger. Allah Vashalom. He learned by Abmeir Arik from Torna. He's a Torna. He's from Torna. From Achrish Ketois. Yeah. Yeah. If you learned by Rameir Arik, was a child by Rameir Arik, I don't know exactly what, but for sure, 100% so. Okay, I call upon Rameir Arik. Yeah, Mikdeli Aposkim, he wrote Shadows of Shuvis, Imre Yosha. Imre Yosha, I think, yeah. Imre Yosha, yeah. Well, there was a Sefer Tal Torah on Shas, and there's Minchas Pitim on Halacha, etc. Big Poisik. So I'll call upon him. And Shadows of Shuvis, Imre Yosha. Why? This doesn't sound right to me. Something's wrong. Cholak Mishadas the Truvis of the Rameir Arik, Chelik Bey, Simon Kufchov Zai. There is a response, uh, in, uh, different uh, inquiries of the Kinskirov from Kinsk, from Poland, Rabbi Yoyev Yeshia from Kinsk, Bala Chelkas Yoyev, one of the Dudley Achroinim in Poland in the past generations. Everybody knew of him? Yoyev Yushi? I think this Yoyev, 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 come on, maybe named after him, no, it can't be. You may have even seen him, but whatever. But he wasn't the Gvardia of the, of the Klechenden, the Avni Nezer, etc. Whatever. He has, he brings an interesting point to Rameir Arik's attention. And that is, it seems like he was, uh, he has many different inyonim there, and one of the points are as follows. Uh, uh, he refers to a, 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 a word of Rameir Arik on Mesechta Menoches. In Mesechta Menoches, that Kufzayin Amudalef. The Gemara says as follows, if someone makes a vow, takes upon himself that he will donate iron to the Beis HaMikdash. Iron! Says the Gemara, how much does he have to donate? Didn't specify how much. Says the Gemara, a size of Amma Alamma, one cubit on a cubit, by a cubit. Says the Gemara, what for? Lekalia Oireif. The Kalya Oirev, and that was for the crow. Uh, how do you call it? Crows, catchers, crow catcher, right? You have you have on roofs, rooftops, right? In order for the okay. So in the base of Migdosh, on the Heichol, there was the the Heichol was made of two stories. The second story had a mark, right, a fence, and on the fence there was a Kalya Oirev. Now this fence, this Kalya Oirev was was a crow catcher. According to the Oruch, actually there was a there was a, it was it was it was designed like a crow, like a like an owl. How does it you know when for the crows to come? I don't know, whatever, whatever, like a, to scare it away, like a, a scarecrow, a scarecrow. That's the way it was designed according to the Oruch. But whatever, others learned Porsche that there was spikes, sharp spikes uh, on the fence. That's uh, crow catchers, that in orders, and there's a machloek is in the Rishonim, the reason, according to Rashi, in order they shouldn't drop any droppings on the top of the Beis Amikdosh, on the Hegel, or uh, according to the uh, Oruch, 
in order they shouldn't drop anything which is ritually impure on top of the Beis Hamidosh. It's the holiest of holy, etc. So when the Beis Hamidosh reads about its name, so therefore they had this crow catcher. Okay. Okay. Says Rabbi Meir Arik Adover Nifle and Talter. Look what's going on here. He says, what does it say by the Beis Hamidosh? By the, by the Harsina. By the Harsina it says, that in Behemo Emish, Layal Vahar. What did we learn, Shabbos? It says in the mission of Isikta Babakam Dafnun Dalit that the halacha is not just for the ox, the halacha applies not just to domesticated animals, the halacha applies to chayus, even to wild animals, right? The halacha applies also to oifos, also to fowl. And Rabbi Yankiv Emden says it also applies to fish, wherever it can apply, even though fish weren't by Matan Torah, like the, like the Chidush Haran says in Mesech the Shabbos. Okay, whatever. But the Nukutas Advarim is fowl, it applies to fowl. Now, but maybe he says the Chachomim intended with the Kal on top of the Beisamikdosh, it, to, to, it was a, to scare away the crows. Why? Because of the problem of having oif, just like there was a problem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want that the shur, the oxen, should be on the Harsina because of the Shekhinah. The Chachamim kept the fowl, the crowd, crows away from the top of the base of English for this reason. And that's why they put in the Kalyoiri. The Mele, and he continues on, the Rabbi is Bechadr, that, and he continues on, and he says, he says, therefore, Tzorachiyun, I have a problem with the Oroch. The Oroch is Mechadosh. Well, Oroch is one of the Rishoni before Rashi. Rashi calls the Oroch. The Oroch, Bala Oroch wants to claim a very interesting, phenomenal thing. He says the Kalya Oriv was only in the second Beis Amigdash. But in the first Beis Amigdash, they didn't imp- implement a Kalya Oriv. And he says, why? Because he says, because the Kedusha of the Shechina was so powerful in the first Beis Amigdash, the, the crows kept away on their own. Instinctively, they kept away from the holiness. Masha'enkin in the second base of the was needed. Okay, other Rishayim argue with the Oroch. But whatever the case is, he says, you know, according to what I'm saying, that the reason and the need for the Kalyaurim was in order to keep them away from where the Shechina is. So definitely in the first base of the we surely needed them to be kept away. Okay. Beautiful approach and perspective of, of Rameir Arik and why the Kalyaurim is needed. Uh, so the Kinskerov, the Chalkis Yoya, brings to his attention a Mechilta which wants to support, he wants to support Rameir Arik. I understand so from the truth, from the response. What does the Mechilta say? On the Posuk, where the Posuk says, Loisiga Boyod. Loisiga Boyod, it says by Matan Torah, right? So the Torah says, Loisiga Boyod. So according to the Mechilta, Boy doesn't mean, don't touch the fellow who's on the mountain, like we, we mentioned other commentaries who say so. Which, by the way, about the birds, if you notice, the Chumash doesn't specify birds. Even though we're now learning that the Mishnah says definitely birds and fowl and, and, and crows apply, right? And that Allah is definitely so. Just interesting. Ibn Ezra and the Chizkuni say that the reason why birds are not mentioned explicitly in the Chumash is because there's no way to get them. Right? Because they'll just fly away. How unless you, you shoot them down. How, how, would you just, how would you just kill all of them? Because the Chizkuni is supposed to throw them to the... Tell me, did you ask me? How did they shake the chicken? You want to tell me? Yeah, by Kaporis. You ever seen what Kaporis, how you hold the chick? The same way. What do you mean how? Same way. Tie the feet. If you tie it up. You tie yeah, you tie the feet. Okay. Tie the wings. Where and how? 
Okay, so it says in the, so they say that's why it doesn't mention fowl, birds. Okay, the Iker. But it says, the halach is even birds, crows, etc. So he says, it says in the Mechilta, on the words, Loisiga Boyod, and we know, as the Mepharshim explained, this, 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 this text is superfluous, is redundant, is extra, <coughs> because it says already in the Torah, so it says already whoever will touch will be, will be stoned. So what does the Torah have to go on to say again? So therefore the Mechilta teaches us a halacha like this. It says, what does it mean? Listen, listen to the Lashon of the Mechilta. The Mechilta says, the Lashon is, loy. Loi bishiloi, veloi ba'il moyed, veloi bebeis oilomim. It says loi siga bayod. In other words, we're talking about harsina. It says loi siga bayod. No one is to touch even the back of the what? Of the mountain, right? Not just don't descend it. So it says in the Mechilta, this is extra, because it says already, So what is the Torah the ter- coming to tell us? It's coming to Loisiga Bayod, so the language is Loi Beshiloi, Veloi Ba'ilmoid, Veloi Bebeis Oilomim. So the Kinskarov wants to tell Rameir Arik, you're right. You're right. Why is he right? Because here it's telling you that the halach of what the Torah says, that birds should go on and nothing should touch, is not just applicable to the Harsina, it's applicable to the Shiloh, it's applicable to the Oil Moed, to the Mishkon, and it's also applicable to the Oil Beis Elam, to the Beis Amikdash. So what you said, that the reason they made the Kalya Oirev, the crow skiers, is, is, is because to keep them off the area where the Shina rests, it's clearly in the Mechilta. The Mechilta says the same thing, that it applies, just like you have to keep off the Harsina, you have to apply to the Oil Moed. Wonderful. But, says Rabbi Meir Arik, he should, he should have appreciated it, right? He says, nothing doing. He says, Apella Godel the Homechilta. He doesn't understand the Mechilta. What's going on here? How could the Mechilta say that there is a Pasuk telling you that you can't have all these things occurring in the Beis Amikdosh or in the Yoyal Moed? What's the problem? He brings him a Furush Gemara. The Gemara says, Mefurush Mesech the Beit Zed, Avchof Amadalaf says the Gemara, Amadalaf and Amadalaf says the Gemara, they brought cold Soin Kedar, Miyurushalayim into the Azorah. They brought all the animals into the Azorah. All the animals they brought into the Azorah. As a problem, Toysavis deals with the problem. Did they actually bring it into the courtyard of the Besamikdash? They brought all the, the cattle, all the, all the carbonates which had to be brought as sacrifices, right? Either it was sanctified, consecrated or not. They brought it into the, into the Azorah, into the courtyard of the Besamikdash. So that's, it's a fact that they did it. Toysavis wants to say they brought it into the courtyard of the Azorah. Says Toysavis on the spot in Mesech Debate. No. There's a problem. What's Toysavis' problem? The only to- problem Toysavis has is there's a prohibition of chulin ba'azorah. You can't bring unconsecrated foodstuffs into the courtyard of the Beis Amidosh. So Toysavis has a problem. How can they bring in these, the cattle of all of the Tzoyin Kedah, the best of the cattle of the, of the, of the Yerushalayim, they brought it into the courtyard. So Toysavis, no, it means the Harabais. Azorah, Labdach, they brought it onto the Temple Mount. Didn't actually bring it into the Azorah. That's Toysavis shot. Uh, the facts are, it says, give Mufurushin the Gemara in the Azorah. And you see clearly, Toysavis only seems to have a problem with bringing, what's the problem with having the animals in the courtyard? It's only because it's chuling by Azorah. You can't have unconsecrated uh, cattle in the Azorah. If they were consecrated, it would be a problem. But Toysavis never, there was never a thought in Toysavis' mind that there's an initial problem of bringing no, uh, so Toysavis' problem is Chulim Ba'azorah. 
But there's an initial problem before the prohibition of Chulim Ba'azorah. You have to understand. Then he said, to, the, the Rameir Ari goes on to say many places in the Shas, Toysmith is of the opinion that the whole, the, the prohibition of the Torah is not to slaughter Chulim Ba'azorah, but to have foodstuffs brought, as, which isn't consecrated into the Azorah, is only with the Rabbana. It's only rabbinical. And therefore, Toysus himself says that we see Mephurish that when the Koyanim had to eat their parts of the Beisambik, of, of the Korbonis, Alasoiva, they used even foodstuffs which weren't consecrated to satisfy themselves. Or you have to, or to, to eat it, etc., etc. So we see that it doesn't have really uh, 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 biblical problems of bringing in foodstuffs which aren't consecrated. It's only the Rabbana. And therefore, in certain under certain circumstances, it's permitted. So therefore, the the the, the rabbi are claims. Look, there's no problem bringing animals into the Azar. Now, this is, this mechilta is a very interesting mechilta because listen to how the Mefarshim learned. Let's go back some generations, many generations before the original classic classical commentaries on the mechilta. As for instance, the Sefer Zayin Nachamenu, one of the Gdolei Achronim, hundreds of years ago, Balderos of the Zayis Ran on the Mogen Avram and his commentary on the Yalkut, Balderos and many other Mefarshi on Bechilta explain when it says in the Bechilta Loi Siga Bayod, Loi Beshiloi, Veloi Ba'Oel Moed, Veloi BeBeSeilomim. It means Loi, Loi Metanalif. Right? You're not allowed. Right? And just like you're not allowed to uh, ascend the mountain, you're not allowed to enter the Beis Hamikdash, you're not allowed to enter the Mishkan. No animals there. Right? So with that, the, the Bechilta follows very well. Wonderful. The, 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 the facts and, and many other Mephorshim, because of this problem, the Mekroi Kodesh, the Sefer Mekroi Kodesh from Rab Chaim Abu Lafiyun, one of the Gdole Achroim, he, he doesn't even understand, doesn't understand why does the Mechilte Bechalal have to say, and why should there be a prohibition of having animals coming onto the Harabais, uh, well, animals coming to the Beis Amikdosh. We know there's only a problem, uh, uh, etc. He goes on. Etc. Etc. Okay, but he also he raises. He's one of the first ones to raise it. Uh, we're going on, and now there's a novel shot in this loy b'shile as follows. In the in the and this is the approach of the Merkavas Mishnah on the Mechil. It's not the Merkavas Mishnah on the Rambam, and he goes he goes going taking us back to the days of the Guru, I think, just about in that era, and he uh, says, you know, loy b'shile means as follows. Loy b'shile means it doesn't apply to Shiva. It doesn't apply to the Yom It doesn't apply to the Beis You get it? And it's derived from what it says. Loi siga boy. Yeah, that Kodesh Baruch says boy. Baharabai is loi siga boy. But loi bishiloi. It doesn't apply to shiloi. Loi boil. It doesn't apply to Yom Moed. Loi bebeis. It doesn't apply to the Beis Elam. I'm so. Well, that's not partial because Rav Chaim Palaji. Uh, already, excuse me, it may not be him, but maybe others. I saw already uh, others who already bring to our attention that it's not so glut to learn loy that way in the context of a mechilta. Loy would mean loy taka mutanalef, taka no, not just it doesn't apply, but a taka the prohibition is there because the terminology and the phraseology and the language of the mechilta doesn't contain this, doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't allow this, and therefore they say no, definitely there's a prohibition. But let me say something else. The, the Rambam says Mephurish, and here the Rogachover comes. The Rambam brings a Mephurish Rambam. The Rogachover brings a Mephurish Rambam. The Rambam says in Hilchas Bias Mikdash Peri Gimel Alofa Yudal, says the Rambam, where he speaks about those who are ritually impure and not allowed to come into the different areas. There's certain, well, those aren't allowed to come to Yerushalayim. There's certain those who are impure aren't allowed to go into the Harabai. Certain those who are impure aren't allowed to come to the, into the courtyard, etc., etc. The different sections. Then the Rambam says, but you should know the prohibition is only if they enter. But if 
They may touch. They may come and be no gay abazora, he says. And he has a special poster. He, he says, that, because it says, well, they're not allowed to enter, it says. It says in Parsha Sazria, it says, you're not allowed to enter. But they're not allowed to, but they may touch the, out, the outside of the Azor. In other words, you're not allowed to enter the Azor. But they may be on the outside. Those who have to keep out of the courtyard may touch the outside of the Azor. There's no prohibition applied to them. And the Rambam, the Meforsh bring to our attention. It says the Kesef Mishnah brings to our attention. The Bet Yosef and the Kesef Mishnah brings to our attention. That the Rambam himself brings already this Safro. That is a Teres Kainim in Parsha Sazria. In Loises Sa'ayin Zayin. Where it says Meforsh that the probe, you may touch. You may touch the outside of the Azor. Now, what's going on here? Look what's going on. It's interesting. So, it's, so the Rogat Shabbat going says, mm-hmm. the Rambam says before that there's no prohibition of Loisiga Boyod. Even though the Shekhinah rests in the base of English, but there's no prohibition of Loisiga Boyod. Even though the Torah says, the outside, and like Ma'achorov, the outside, the back of the base of, of, the, of the Mishkan, of the Harah Harsina, you're not allowed to touch, but the back of the, of the Azor you may touch. And the, the Rogat Shabbat says, he follows Kigirsas, and he had the Kigirs, Kigirsoso, like something like the language, Kigirsoso, but Mechilte. He then brings the Mechilte, where the Mechilte says, and he says, the Rambam had a certain Girsa, had a certain text, a variation of the text, right? In the Mechilte. What is the variation of the text? Guess what? There's a Girsas Agro. The Gro uh, uh, amends this. With this, this text. And he says, it says as follows. In our Mechiltas, it says, So we brought the Mechiltas, but everybody learned that it means Kipshutah. You're not allowed, you're not allowed, you're not allowed, right? But the Gros says, no. His text, he, he fixes the text and it says, Boy You are, you are, there's a prohibition, you are warned, you are prohibited. Only by the Harabites. But you're not prohibited. So the, the Rabbi Shavar going says, the Rama followed with the Girsa, which he doesn't explain which Girsa, but the Pasha says the Girsa Sagro, which he does it quite often. And the Girsa Sagro is, the, the transgression is only for the Harabites. It doesn't deploy to the base of Mikdash. That's where the Rama passed the Haloch, and it must be a Mikdash. That you're allowed to touch the outside of the Azura, even though you're not allowed to touch the mountain, the outside of the mountain, even though you're not ascending the mountain. Why are we talking that again? We discussed that in the last year. The outside. He has. Who's talking about the Arabites now? Excuse me. Why are we talking about the Arabites? Why are we talking about Arabites? Yeah, we're not talking about the Arabites. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I said. I said. I said. I said Arabites. I'm sorry. Talk about Arsina. So he says, even though there's a prohibition of Arsina, but there's no prohibition by the Azora. Finish. Excuse me. Okay. Ended. The Rabbi Shabbat Goyen wants to say as follows. The Rambam says there's no transgression. And that's what the Rambam says in the Loisa Sa'in Zayin. You don't transgress, there's no love. The Rambam also says potu. Nevertheless, the Rabbi Shabbat Goyen wants to say that the Rambam will be of the opinion that nevertheless it will apply, there will be an Isra applicable. The prohibition will apply. That's number one, to enter. Even or to touch, even by Azorah. Number one. Number two, the Raghav Shavar wants to say, the Teisvah says, we're going back to the Teisvah, says that a stone which falls off the walls of the Azorah, even an impure person can touch it. But the crushing of the Mishkan, an impure person is not allowed to touch. And Teisvah says, because it was anointed with the Shemana Mishkan. 
There's a lengthy exposition of the Rogachavar on this, but whatever the case is, Tosfos says Mefurish. So we have a clear thing from the Tosfos that you're not allowed to touch the Mishkan, even though you can touch the Beis Amigdosh. So the Rogachavar going wants to say that the Rambam number one, even the Beis Amigdosh, the Rambam only says there's no transgression. Potter. But nevertheless, it'll be a prohibition. Number two, the Rambam is discussing Beis Amigdosh, but the Rambam will agree to the Tosfos in relation to the Mishkan. Time doesn't allow to elaborate on this again. I want to bring out a scholars. The Rogachavar nevertheless allows himself to say that with the is a problem, right? And he says that's why the Shur Sinai was not a problem of my Dahavahava like we discussed, and it sheds light on nowadays of the Harabais, etc. Now the Ravichavar seems to bring to our attention the Furusha Rambam, where the Rambam says that transgression doesn't apply to the Basamikdash, right? Nevertheless, he freely says. And he says the Rambam had the girsa, like the guru, like we say, that it doesn't apply. The fathers will say that there's an issue, right? But it's not such a big severity. So firstly, the Rambam says potter. So there'll be an issue, let's say, right? And even if, uh, etc. So, but from the Gemorin, it's it comes out that it's, it's not just an issue. It seems to be, it says, the Zara, core of Yumas. So, and here we have Shurong, that's where he cried. Seems like it's really severe. What's happening? So I want to say, take a good look, not take a good look, Rameir Arik says this Mefurish. Rameir Arik has this problem. He learned this Mechilta, that Mechilta clearly says that it doesn't apply to the Beis Amigdosh. And here he says that the Gemara, he brings to our attention this Gemara of Masech Tamakis. He says about the Kalya Erev. And he says here it says, So he says, unless we'll be Mechali between Kodesh HaKadoshim and Azara. All the Gemaras, the Gemara Misaf, the Beits, where it says that we have a problem of Chulim Bazor, etc. There's no problem, only problem of Chulim Bazor. But we can bring in uh, uh, unsanctified animals into the Beis uh, Amigdash. It's talking about the Azor of the courtyard. But we cannot bring it into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And therefore, the Gemara Misaf, the Beits, is talking about the Azor, the courtyard. The Gemara of Marcus is talking about the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It says Rameir Arik, that may be the difference. The Kanya Oireid took, took place, was, was built on the Heichal, which was the market for the whole area. So therefore, it's also on the Heichal, the Kodesh, and the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Uh, so therefore, possibly the Rogat Shover, even if he sees the, even the, seeing the Rambam and in his forum, he treats that there's only a prohibition, but there's no transgression. Nevertheless, there's a severity in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, even though the, Ram, the Rogat Shover doesn't explain it. And with, according to that, we're identifying the Har, the Shechina, the Shechina rests. On the har, just like the Shekhinah rests in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And that's where even the coin wasn't allowed to enter, only once a year in Yom Kippur. So that would be the reconciliation. It doesn't apply to the Azura, but it may apply to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. But this we can reconcile all the different in Yonim. And like we mentioned, the, 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 the Meiri says, Mefurish in Mesech to Sanhedrin, that the Nafkemini will be by of Shur Sinai, by entering the Beis Amigdosh. And all the Mefurishim say what's going on is, so they connect the Rogat Shobar going with the Meiri. Uh, they, the, the Rav Kasher asks the question, for, he asks all these questions, I don't know, even though, and also seemingly uh, the, the Rav Ruben Margolis also raises this problem, who is a Talmud of Rameir Arik, nevertheless Rameir Arik clearly makes this distinction of Kedesh HaKadosh and the Azorah, possibly we can say the same for the Rav Shover going, and with this we end. I really don't know.